You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next. Hello, happy Friday. Welcome to Black Hollywood Live Next. I'm your host, Jessica King, also the producer of Fox's hit show, Dish Nation. I know all you guys are watching that every single day. Yeah. I don't have cable though. It's Fox. It's on network. Yeah, I don't have it either. (laughs) Good cover up, Megan. I'm joined by two wonderful people. Please introduce yourselves. Hi. Megan Thomas at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. What's up, guys? Nick Perdue. <laughs> very cheerful. That's That's, you know. There you go. Well, we have a very special guest today. You may know him as Danny Harris from Tyler Perry's hit show, Love Thy Neighbor. We just like to call him Andre Hall. Hello. How What's are up? you? What's up? How are you? <laughs> What's Applause. I love it. There you go. You know. Team light light skin. Call him. Light skin. Light skin is it. We ain't never left. <laughs> I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all left. You know, yeah, y'all like left. Early, yeah. early two thousands. No one could find any of y'all. But right. yeah. Making a comeback. Yeah, doing the fourth thing. Y'all, y'all, y'all back. You know, Chris yeah, Brown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. no, Chris. Chris, <laughs> uh, that's you move. We, we need to pump the brakes with Chris. Yeah, he, got, he got some, you know, he working on it. But we, we praying for him. But Rick, uh, you Rick, know, Rick Fox, you know, I mean, you got, you got yeah, yeah, him too. But uh, <laughs> you know, everybody's they're trying to do their thing. But you know, I'm, <laughs> you don't you seem know. too thrilled by it. Next <laughs> choices. Well, yeah, I, I mean, we'll it just it happened that way. I didn't really, you know, have a choice. But you know, I, I'm I'm Andre, so you know, there you <laughs> right. I'm yes, just you. I'm just be me. There so. you go. Well, like I was telling you outside, we did a little research on you, so your fans are going to be loving this interview. Yes. Your fans, because we had a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) Which we will get to. Uh, So first things first, as a kid, Mm. back back in the day. You had big dreams of being a model, and you were actually, like, really successful for that. You had some big campaigns with Mm -hmm. Nike, Uggs, Bose. After, like, those big campaigns and all of that success, why did you decide to transition into acting? Well, I mean, as a kid, um, being from Indiana, it's not very much opportunity to uh, do anything in entertainment. So um, when I told my mom, I was like, Mama, I want to do make-believe. She told me... uh, something that we shouldn't mention right now on uh you know here but um you know a lot of people i've learned one thing is like when you have a dream you gotta sometimes keep it to yourself because people will always just try to dog you out step on your dream because you know either one you're going after it or you're not but um i mean i want to go to the moon i want to do a snow angel on the moon uh i want to you know travel i want to do all these crazy things and i don't know why it was somewhere that it wasn't possible. So, I mean, I saw um, Mark Wahlberg do uh, Calvin Klein underwear, and I was like, I'm going to do that one day. And then I saw, like, you know, all this cool stuff, and, like, I would see it in magazines. I'm like, how is this not possible? Like, I need to be around this. So, you know, I got older, and then being in Indiana, you know, you can't do too much else too much. besides, uh, <laughs> you know, Midwest stuff. But, um but yeah, I got to college and uh, I was just starting to feel the itch, and uh, I thought baseball was going to be the way. Got drafted by the Braves out of high school. I went wow. uh, went to college, played at Purdue University for a little while, then I went to a couple other smaller schools, and I was like, I don't want to do this no more. I want to go to L.A. because this is where they said this is going to happen. So I took off to L.A. and um, you know, slowly but surely, started um, modeling, started uh, meeting people, and uh, just slowly worked my way up until eventually uh, my true passion of wanting to do make believe finally. Uh, Manifested with uh, Tyler Perry, so it's a blessing. Nice. Well, speaking of Calvin Klein ads and Mark yeah. Wahlberg, you've done your fair share of shirtless, greasy yeah. ads. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a little oiled up, you know, oiled just up. a little, little shiny, you know. Just what a little... he did? Let me see. <laughs> Let me what, what is it like to work in an industry where your body is most oftentimes uh, the main subject? Well, it's... Um, 
it's interesting, but um, interesting in a good and a bad way. You just have to really be comfortable with who you are. You know, I think that's like the foundation for anybody that's great. They know exactly who they are, and they know what they're willing to do and what they're not willing to do. And um, when you have that, it's, you know, you just kind of got to learn how to play by their rules but still hold your own integrity. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's things I'm not willing to do. There's parts of me that I'm really not willing to show. (laughs) And, um, you know, there's parts of me where, you know, getting a couple extra sets of 24-hour fitness, you know, might not be such a bad thing. But, um but yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's just what it is. I mean, it's entertainment, sex sells, you yeah. know. So you just try to stay in shape, eat right. Um, you know, I'm I'm on my leaders know, of ninth, water. You know, leader of water. water day, so you right? know, gotta make sure to stay hydrated. There you go. <laughs> Do you think you'd go back to modeling? Um, I think so. It's one of those things where um, it you don't really fall out of it unless you just completely just don't want to deal with it. But um. I mean, I still do it now. I uh, just shot a uh, editorial campaign with um, Dolce and Gabbana. Oh, so it's like okay, cool, yes, let's make Keep it happen. It and that was just like on a random thing. Like I still go out for auditions, just like everybody else. But um, a lot of people think that once you get on a show or you know you do something with Dolce and Gabbana or this or that, that your life is set right. and everything is just good. And that's not really the case. You know, (laughs) it's like, if you're pulling in, like, Denzel money, Will Smith money, you know, doing, you know, those kinds of, um, you know, uh, projects on a worldly level, I mean, everybody aspires to that, but that's just not the case right now. Mm. I mean, I'm still grinding like everybody else. You know, I'm back in acting class, you know, back at the gym, like, constantly, just, you're you're trying to just constantly get better and better and better, but, uh, but yeah, I I, I like modeling. I mean, there's a part of me that's, ridiculously narcissistic <laughs> and uh, but I just I just love to create I love to emote I love to anything artistic like I, I paint I sculpt oh, wow. uh, I dance like anything I can artistic man it's just it just lights me up like a Christmas tree oh, it's just it's good it's really good that's awesome what yeah. kind of sculpting do you do um, mainly just, I just learned how to do it. I've just been taking a class and uh, you just go to the class and it's like just making pots just to start off. Oh, wow. Pottery. Um, so like pottery, but, um, eventually like you get into this one where I just, oh, so much fun. So <laughs> I had, um, I can see you light it up. <laughs> oh man, it was great. Cause like you just have this big ball of clay and it stink and it's nasty and you all dirty and everybody's sweaty. It's like 98 degrees in the room. But when you, once you get going and you start just playing around with it, you have no idea what you're going to make. And then when it's done, you're just like, wow. I created something. Like, this This is crazy. Like, I don't know who's going to buy it or where <laughs> I'm going to put this. But at the same time, it's just having that little moment of inspiration, knowing that you created something. Right. And it's just, man, it's everything. So right. And like you in a movie Oh, it's all right. Right. Yeah, I know, yeah, right? I want to do that scene. Just come up. <laughs> and then just do it and it's gonna be good. It's gonna be Creepy. good. <laughs> just a little bit, but it's 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 a scene. You know, I don't, I don't do that in real life. You know, I'm, I'm just saying. Disclaimer. So, you know, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't throw me under the bus and say Andre said. Uh... Uh, that's all right. <laughs> well, of course, with your modeling, there's been some fan response like, "Oh, yummy, sexy." These kind of words. Oh. Does that is it weird when people fawn over you like that, or is it something like, "Okay, I've I've achieved the status that I'm looking for." Uh, I don't really know how to accept it because it's like <laughs> I don't. I mean, to hear somebody say "yummy," like, <laughs> oh yeah, what you want it? All right, um, <laughs> but it's just it's one of those things where um, I don't really think of it that way. It's like I'm not trying to elicit a response out of you. I'm really just emoting. I'm right. just letting out what's in me to you know be free. But um, I mean, it's it's a blessing. It's, it's a gift, and I'm grateful for it. But um, Man, it makes me a little nervous because it's just like, man. I mean, I, I picked entertainment, so I knew I was going to be judged. But then at the same right. time, it's like, I really want all this. I mean, you know, my mama going to see me. You know, I got my drawers <laughs> on. I'm all looped up. But um, but it's, it's you know, it's, it's both sides of the coin. And right. you have to be willing to accept all of it or none of it. Right. So. Well, uh, <laughs> interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew that you always wanted to be an inter- entertainer, right? Yes. Play make believe. Yeah. Uh, as you said, but you uh, you still decided to, to go to college, mm-hmm. and you uh, studied biology of all subjects. I know, right? So what made you study <laughs> what biology? Was that about 
you know, now, <laughs> I know it's like, now it's like, that is a fantastic question. Good question. But, um, I mean, you know, when you're a little kid, you, what you want to be changes a million times right. per minute. Right. You know, I mean, for about 20 minutes, you know, I was going to be a firefighter. Yeah. Then I was going to be an electrician. Then I was going to drive dump trucks because, you know, I had little uh, Tonka toys and it was awesome. But I always knew that um, I was going to be somebody great. Right. I didn't know how it was going to come, who was going to come through, when it was going to happen. But um, I've always had this in my head. It's like, man, I was put on this planet to do something magnificent. I don't know what it is or when it's going to happen, but I know it's going to be something. And um, but, you know, that's dreaming. So to my family, it's like, that's a dream. Uh, What you going to do in real life? Because you got uh, to pay rent. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. So um, to a a lot of people in my family and friends, like, you know, being an artist is not a real job. Like, that's right. <laughs> make-believe. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right. But um, I just being – I was originally going to be Dr. Dre, the real one. I was going to be a uh, surgeon. <laughs> and, the real um, one. <laughs> I just thought it was funny just to be like, oh, Dr. Dre. Like, that would be kind of dope. <laughs> like, you know, like a real one. Yeah. You have a card, but, uh, the real yeah, Dr. Dre. Yeah, the real Dr. Dre. <laughs> but um, it was just something that I knew that um, I was uh, good at was school. It's 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 not necessarily like good at, but I literally just saw it as like, oh, I read this book. After a while, you're gonna test me on it. Boom! If I get enough answers right, then thumbs up. You ain't gonna tell my mom I did something stupid in class. So cool. All right, but it 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 didn't light me up. Like watching a movie. Oh my god! It's like lightning just surges through my body. But reading a book about um, cells and skin layers and you know all that, it was all right. But it didn't light me up like that. And I knew if I was performing surgery on somebody and I, my heart wasn't really into it. And, like, what if I literally had somebody's heart in my hand? And I wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like, That's why are you doing this? Right. Like, why? Right. What is like? What is your purpose? Like, what yeah. is driving you to do this? And it would have been money, security, yeah. whatever right. that means. Right. But, I mean, in this, in our society, man, it's like nothing's secure. That's right. true. Like, nothing's se- Like, you know, I know people um, who've been plumbers for 30, 40 years. Get a pink slip the next day and not even a thank you for your service or nothing. Yeah. Right. Like people returning um, back from Iraq and the war and I can't even get jobs. And it's just like, right. what is this? Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand this. So it really was just one of those things where biology or uh, not about, but just being a doctor, like being successful to some people, that means success to me. It was just like kind of a boring job that I wasn't really inspired to do. So, you know, my true passion took over. Well, for an actor, um, you know, going to college isn't always the most common thing as a lot of actors yeah. come set their sights on Hollywood straight out of high school. Yeah. So do you feel with that education that you have a, a little bit of a different perspective on this path than others? Or um, I would say going to college is definitely an experience I think everyone should have. It was fantastic. <laughs> yes. It was great. I had the time of my life and, you know. It was college. It was just fun. I mean, you're young. You're having a good time. I mean, daddy ain't a rag. Do what you want to do. But then at the same time, I felt like I wasted my time and money. Mm-hmm. When I really, like, if I'm really being authentic about it, if I had to do it over, I wouldn't go to college. I would just go probably straight to L.A. or go to Chicago or New York or wherever, you know, I could to be a part of doing what I wanted to do. But I think having the college experience and having that level of education to fall back on is a good thing for some people. Right. For me, I didn't finish my degree. Mm-hmm. I dropped out of school, pissed off my dad, so I'm terrible. But, you know, we, we still, <laughs> we're working on that. But um, I just knew what I was supposed to be doing, and going to school wasn't for me. Now, I'm not saying don't do that. I'm not telling you drop out of school, follow your dreams. I'm not saying that. Andre Hall, a.k.a. Danny Harris, is not saying that. I'm just saying it wasn't for me, but... Having that higher level of education is a very, very good thing. But um, I'll, I'll finish my degree. I only have about, uh, according to USC, UCLA, and Pepperdine, I only have less than a year but more than a semester, and I'd have a biology degree. So. Looking at the big schools. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Once you left, did you ever feel like you had to play catch-up with everyone that was already in Hollywood? that had? Um, not necessarily playing catch-up. But I, I literally felt like I had to learn how to walk, crawl, and talk all over again. Mm-hmm. L.A. is a whole different planet, man. It's a whole different monster. And a lot of people, they see it on TV, and they think it's just you know, all the glitz and the glam, and it's exciting, and it is. But at the same time, it is about 45 other 
brothers that look exactly like you, could be your, your brother, your cousin, anything. <laughs> they all fighting for one job. Mm-hmm. And, the, I mean, I was reading, actually, uh, the other day, I was reading in uh, Variety. They said, on average, there's six to 10,000 people a day come to Los Angeles trying to pursue their dream. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And on average, 1% of that actually stays. works. <laughs> oh, stays. Oh, my God. Right, it's like, like a revolving door. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just, you know, that's what it is. So you have to really, like, be into it. You have to be passionate. It has to light you up. And you have to, willing, you have to be willing to explore parts of yourself that, you know, you don't really like to talk about at parties. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's some dark stuff that you have to embrace. You have to embrace all of that if you really want to be an artist. And... I don't like some of the things that I do. I don't. I love some of the things about me, but it's all one package. So, right. you know, gotta just got to be comfortable with it. Yeah. yeah. So you're from Indianapolis, Naptown, right? I am Naptown. Get down, <laughs> like hey. it, you know. Circle City Classic. We all love that. <laughs> how, how was it growing up in in Naptown? Uh, Nap was interesting. It was. Uh, I mean, you know, it's Midwest, so they think they, you know, the Bronx or uh, Brooklyn or something. I was like, guys, <laughs> relax. We live in the middle. Okay. <laughs> we're not we're not those guys okay we're not we're not those guys but uh but it was it was fun i mean it was it's a great place to raise a family um it's not very big but it's trying to expand you know pacers doing their thing this year a uh, good uh, friend of mine george hill he's a point guard for the pacers i knew george when we was in superman draws and you know like onesie zip-ups like having sleepovers and now right. he plays for the pacers we grew up watching the team and now he plays on there and we all went to high school. I had another friend who's a pitcher in the major league. I'm just like, this is crazy. And then now they look at me just like, dude, you're on TV. It's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so great. But, uh, but I, I love I love Naptown. I mean, that's that's where I was raised. But um, I don't miss that weather. Right. I, I don't miss that at all. But um, it, it was good. You know, my mama, she still lives uh, back in uh, Indy. Uh, I got a couple brothers that are uh, there and a lot of a lot of family but a lot of my family's kind of scattered out now but uh i miss the the simplicity of life in right. uh, the midwest and you're mixed right i am what do you mix with uh my dad is white my mom is black so oh mm-hmm. that's a little different yeah i know i've met literally one other person my entire life where they have that combination but everybody else is flip-flop like right. they either have like you know a black father white mother but you know. Especially in Indianapolis. Yeah, I know. That is That's opposite. Yeah, it's real opposite. Because right. in, in that time in their lives, that was, like, forbidden. You, right. you don't do that. But, you know, Pop, you know, you like that chocolate. <laughs> so, you know, he had, to, he, had to, he had to do his thing. But, uh, but no, I mean, my parents, they were both in the Navy. And, um, yeah, they traveled the world uh, together for a while. And um, she got out and... That's when I came about in uh, Indiana. You know, Indiana. Now, what being a Midwesterner, how does that affect who you are today? Um, I would say it affects me uh, in a lot of in a lot of ways. Because I mean, this the the simplicity of things. I try to bring that with everything. I try not to get too complicated. Um, definitely the yes, ma'am, no, sir. Like I, I got a lot of backhands to make sure that stays. <laughs> yeah. In, uh, yeah, your mom is black. Oh yeah, <laughs> she definitely is. Black. Yeah, but um, just that that um, like having manners, uh, being polite to people, treating people with respect, um, really being authentic with people, like not talking to them, saying hello just for, you know, uh, personal selfish gain. Because I mean, God bless LA, but a lot of people do that here, right? You mm-hmm. know, but um, I, I really try to bring that wherever I go, and um, I try not to identify with the. Uh, the Hollywood Andre as opposed to just everyday Andre. I try to bring more of myself to anything. So, I mean, I think that's what got me where I am now. So why would I change it? Right. Uh, So what, moving from Indianapolis, what was the biggest shocker to you? Um, when coming to LA, I don't know where to start. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's the biggest shocker probably was, um, how free it is here. Like how, um, like people can just be themselves here. Because back in the Midwest, um, for perfect example, I was just talking to my friend about this this morning. Um, homosexuality in the Midwest is something that is just like, <gasps> you don't talk about right, that. Right. And growing up, I didn't really know. I was like, oh, I know what that means, but I don't really know what it means. Like, you know, pers- there's no like real life examples. So we didn't know what that was. So I come to L.A. and as soon as I get off the plane, like. I saw this, I knew it was a man, but he wasn't dressed like that. And so, like, I was like, oh, okay. But then, like, 
I mean, hair was just all over the place, and <laughs> honey, this girl, that, and I was, you just call me a girl, you know what I mean? And I was just like, oh my god! And then I'm looking around at people, and they just, like, he's just being himself. And he wasn't really trying nothing. He wasn't, right. you know what I mean? But it was just like, wow, you are not in Indiana no more. Right. And then like all the traffic. Oh my god! <laughs> like crazy. It was. It was. It was just nuts. And like people just they don't use turns. Like, just a mess. Man. I'm just like, okay, all right, God, uh, come on now. Right. You, you brought me out here, brother. Come on, you gotta help me out. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's a lot of uh, eye-opening things here in LA. But uh, it's really just. A lot of it you have to experience on your own. Mm-hmm. You can't really uh, tell somebody what it's like. Because I have a lot of friends just like, oh, bro, you know, I'm coming out to L.A. You know, I'm going to make it happen. Like, I'm like. Everyone wants hmm. to come to L.A. Yeah, right. everybody want to come to L.A. 6,000 of y'all coming yeah. down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's really one of those things. It's like, man, you got to you gotta really want it. Right. You, you got to really, really want it. Like, I wanted it just, oof, man. And I, I'm so hungry for it still. It's mm-hmm. just. Oh, man, I can't even put it into words. It's just, mm, mm. I love L.A., but I hate it at the same time sometimes. Right. So I love L.A., too. Do you? Yeah, born and raised, you know. So. Oh, okay. So you're probably, like, over all the One people the that few. come from uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for them to start sending 6,000 people back. to the <laughs> Crowded, you know, I'm standing in line when I shouldn't even be in line. Right, this? right. What is this about? You know, the valet's taking forever. Um, speaking of which... <laughs> You used to buy What a transition. I did. I did. I did. I did. That was good. At the uh, W Hotel. Yes, right? in Hollywood. And so yeah. what was that like? Because, you know, you were parking cars and so And this was like, not like, what, maybe like about a, a year or so ago? Or was it like? Yeah. Actually, you know what? It was, well, close to a year, yeah. It would be about 10, about 10 months. Wow. Yeah, about 10 months ago. Life so, was completely different. You were so valeting now, cars. That's crazy. Valeting right. cars, delivering groceries, bartending, what? catering. And uh, selling T-shirts out of um, some uh, store off Melrose that I lasted for about a week. I was so tired. <laughs> I was so tired from all the rest of my day. I was like, man, right. if you want the shirt, just buy it. <laughs> just, just go get it, man. I'm sure it's nice. Try it on. <laughs> but uh, but no, uh, the W, man, was a blessing because um, as an artist, man, you never know that next. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know if you're right. going to get a job. Like I said, 6,000 other people, they trying to fight for that one job, too. So it right. don't work out all the time. So. Um, yeah, during the day I was uh, valeting cars at the W. It was very unique because uh, <laughs> a lot of high-profile uh, people get there. And you kind of just get a feel for the Hollywood lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. it, it moves really fast. Um, like, you know, it's just hit or miss. You got to keep it moving. Yeah. But um, I met a lot of great people. I met, um, man, there's so many people, like so many celebs. Like, I actually met Mark Wahlberg. I was like, yo, it's going to sound <laughs> weird, but <laughs> Calvin Klein thing. I'm on it, bro. <laughs> and he was just like, okay, uh, you got the key to my car? So, it was just, it's one of those things. I mean, you know, I met all kinds of like UFC fighters, people from the industry, like so everybody. But then you just kind of, it's like, this is how it is. Right. Yeah. But I always had in the back of my mind, like, I'm not going to be parking your car forever. Somebody's going to be parking my car one day. Right. right. So just having that mentality, staying hungry for it, and uh, meeting all these crazy people and all of that, it just, it made it all worth it. Because now it's like, I thank God every day for that experience. Every day. People fighting, just crazy. Oh, yeah. They get drunk and just, they think they can talk to you any kind of way. It's like, listen, I'm parking your car, all right? (laughs) So if you go talk to me this kind of way, you might think that I should be able to watch out for them curves. But you say something else to me, (laughs) your rims might have a little scratch. I'm just saying. (laughs) But no, most people are kind of cool, man. But people just get kind of self-righteous sometimes. So, you know, it's just something you deal with. Right. Besides Mark Wahlberg, was there anyone who, like, you got starstruck? You're like, oh, my God. This is awesome. Oh, man. I'm kind of embarrassed, but it's the truth. <laughs> it's going to sound real lame, but Britney Spears came into that door. <laughs> and I never thought, you know, I was really, like, a Britney fan. You know what I mean? Ugh. But it's just like, I mean, you know, all these SUVs pull up, and I'm the only one out there. So I'm just like, you know, welcome to the W. She just jumped out and was like, hey, how are you? I was like, I'm, I'm good. You're kind of country. Where are you from? <laughs> and so we just started talking, and she treated me like I was just a regular person. Mm. Like, she was just, like, really nice. And I was just, this is great. And then, <laughs> like, you know, I guess it was, um, what was it, a pre-Grammy party that they were having at the uh, the W. 
So that was like, it was her. And then after that, it was like Jennifer Lopez, Diddy, um, Jay-Z, Beyonce. Like, they all just started. Trickling in. Yeah, but yeah. every time I seem to be the one opening their car door, and I'm just like, this is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just thought I was going to deal with some crazy people, but it, it was it was just a trip, man. But I. I don't know why Britney Spears just it tripped me out. out but now, yeah. but now, was it you know because you know we've 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 seen Britney get out of cars and uh, <laughs> yeah. She, so you know, was she, it <laughs> was it uh, you know like soccer mom Britney or was it oops I did it again Britney and the paparazzi take cold pictures of me Britney. It was Umbrella like Britney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like oops I did it again but. She like she had that persona on, but when she got out, it was like all that got wiped away, and it was just this sweet little girl from I think she's from the south or she's something. From Louisiana, Louisiana, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And but then she turned it right back on as soon as the paparazzi started snapping. I was like, oh, okay, so that's <laughs> that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. But then I was like, man, that's gotta be lonely. Right. But you know, given her circumstances, maybe <laughs> she felt that way. But you know, God bless her. She's doing big things now. Vegas show, yeah, which I did go see. But I'm just saying, I was was there. I was there. You know, I mean, it was like opening night. Opening night. I was like the third one, but you know, I I have friends that are dancers, and I was supporting them. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They just happened to be on the same stage as Britney Spears. Random, right? right. Gotta love the universe, man. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. (laughs) We're not, you know. But now, when you look back. Right at those days at, at the W, and you know, you see where you are now, you know, because you're still on the journey. But like, does it feel like weird? Does it feel like, oh my god, like someone could be opening my car door? You know what I mean? Man, it is just it's it's like I don't even really have words to describe it, man. It's just it's just been like a dream come true. Like everything, I make vision boards, mm-hmm. and everything on my board came true last year. I mean, to the T, everything. Mm-hmm. And for so many years, I dreamed of it being that way. And then when it, mm, it can't make me cry out here. <clears throat> when it finally came true, everybody that said you're not going to make it, everybody that said that's not a real job, everybody just told me no. Mm. I thank God for everybody that told me no and told me I wasn't going and it wasn't going to happen and all this stuff cuz man you can be wrong so many times but you only need to be right once. Yeah. And when that happened, I was sprinting around that motor court at the W hotel. <laughs> I took my shirt off. I was helicopter out of through it. <laughs> it was crazy. But it's just like mm. It is definitely a gift and a blessing to do what you love and to do it on the kind of scale that I get to do it on right now. Like this kind of platform is just like, wow, this, this is this is good. But um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, it's, and good. it's I'm not the cry. Shoot, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's great watching you know talent really kind of emerge, kind of like. Out of nowhere, essentially, you know what I mean. Right. And so, like one of the the first projects that that you you did was a, a short called Far. Yeah. And this thing won numerous awards and so many different Man. film festivals, and it's only like twenty six minutes long, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's real short. You know, it was such a good piece. Yeah. Right? And so, can you tell us a little bit about your uh, character, David? Uh, David is uh, is very similar to Danny, actually. Um, he's kind of like this uh, computer nerd, comic book junkie. Uh, star, huge Star Wars fan and just like an idealistic dreamer. Yeah. But, you know, he's just, he keeps his head down all the time. Like he just does what he's supposed to. And he's just this nice, sweet guy who just, like everybody in life, just wants to be loved. And so this one day he's just like, you know, feeling down and out. And a girl just asked him, hey, uh, do you want to go on a date with me? And so he's like, okay, cool. So they go and they have the worst date ever. <laughs> It's just, it's absolutely horrific. And, you know, he's ready to just throw in the towel and be like, this is horrible. But he really likes her, and he's just like, I, I want to, no, I, like, I don't want to give up on this. So yeah. they have a do-over. And so basically they erase everything that happened up until that point, and they just go and do everything. Like, they go to a silent film. They go, um, they go and, like, play air hockey. They basically fall in love. And so by the end of the night... Um, he finds out that uh, she's an alien from outer space and she only came to Earth to experience what love was like. And she chose him. 
so that that's far so yeah it's it's so sweet like it's such a feel-good movie and yeah everybody just it makes you feel really really good so grateful to be a part of it Mm -hmm. that's sweet (laughs) well you currently star as danny harris in your first major tv role congratulations thank you yay love thy neighbor great show walk us through this audition process like did you audition for tyler perry i did i did and that oh god Oh Lord, it was it was very very unique, but uh, but actually, you know what? It's funny because the day that I got the call that I was going to audition for the show, I had my transcripts in my hand. I was going to quit acting forever. Wow. wow, I did, and that's why I said Pepperdine USC because I had yeah. all. I was about to take them all and mail them out to them because I was going to go back to school. I was like, you know what? I've given everything I have. I have nothing left. God, at this, I'm not particularly proud of this. But I gave God an ultimatum. <laughs> I didn't mean it, but it was, just, it was where I was at. And I was like, okay, you got to make a shift right now. If I'm supposed to do this, you got to make something happen. And so I go to work, you know, I'm parking cars. I'm just like, whatever. I'm going back to school. Forget this. It's stupid. And then, you know, I get off work. And it's like, oh, you have an audition um, for uh, this show called Love Thy Neighbor. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? I don't love anybody's neighbor right now. And I just got an attitude for no reason. My agent was like, rude? <laughs> so I ended up going um, to the audition the same day. I didn't have time to go home, so I got on my W Hollywood like valet shirt, shorts, and I'm just like, I don't care anyway. <laughs> so it's really just like I can whatever. So you know, I don't care. So I audition, or I go into the room, and um, th- this is not even to Tyler yet. So this is still in Hollywood. So I'm in Hollywood, and I'm sitting there, and I go in, and I see the same dudes that I always see at audition. It's like, hey, I'm here. So, so, man. So, I mean, just rude. Like, don't talk to it's me. just angry. <laughs> it's like, Andre, who are you right now? But I didn't even care. So I'm in there, and then the casting director comes out. Never auditioned for her before in my life. And she's just like, she's looks like she's having the same day I'm having. And so that kind of makes me laugh. I'm just like, well, I ain't the only one. <laughs> so... So she gives some notes, and uh, she's like, just just play it like this. So I'm like, all right. So I just I listened to her. So I went in, and we did the audition, and she was just like, oh, my God. You took my notes. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, thank you so much. Like, finally, Tyler's going to love you. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got to go to my other job. But it's nice to meet you. <laughs> and I leave. And, like, in my car, I was like, Andre, you are just an, not a nice person today. So the next day, or two or three days go by. So then I get the call at my job. I'm back at work again, of course, parking cars. And um, I have like 40 missed calls, like oh, 15 wow. voicemails. And I'm just like, do I owe anybody money? Like, what, what is this <laughs> right. about? But it was my agents and the owner of my agency was like, Andre, you need to get to LAX ASAP because Tyler personally requested for you to fly to Atlanta to read for him. And I was like, if you're lying to me. <laughs> I'm just not in the mood. It's not the time to say, I'm serious. You need to get to LAX ASAP. So again, I have, um, I think I had just like a pair of jeans and a t-shirt and then my uniform for work. At the time, I was living in Van Nuys. Trying to get from Van Nuys to LAX in the span of an hour and a half wasn't going to happen. So I just went straight to LAX. I jumped on the plane. Um, We got down to Atlanta. And uh, by the time we got to Atlanta, it was like 2 a.m. So they tell us when we get off the plane, oh, by the way, uh, you're first to audition at 6 a.m. with Tyler. It's already 2 a.m. It's like, she just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> and also, there were 15 pages of new dialogue that I got when I got off the plane. Oh, wow. So I'm like, it's 2 a.m., 15 pages of new dialogue, plus the dialogue we already had. It's like, you're the first to audition. I'm like, all right. So lo and behold, I didn't know there were like 15 other guys that he flew down to Atlanta. So I stay up just pretty much all night just getting off book for, uh, like, learning all the lines. Mm. And I know all of them. And it trips me out because that's never happened to me before. I'm just like, okay, maybe something's different here. Because, like, I know it and I know that I know it and Mm. I know that I know that I know it. You know what I mean? (laughs) So it's just like, okay, so, bam, I'm down here. 6 a.m. comes. I'm, like, wide awake. Like, I drink a cup of coffee. I don't eat no breakfast. And everybody's, like, spazzing out. Mm. Like they're And I'm just watching just like, man. Man, is that what I look like when I'm sitting <laughs> So we get to the studio, and I'm the first one to audition. And I go into the room, and then it's like this uh, 15, 20-person theater at Tyler's studio. It's beautiful, beautiful studio and theater. 
and you go in and the lights are dark in the middle. And I know he's sitting there and it's just like him in the middle and it's like six other people surrounded by him. You can't see anybody except the girl that's reading with me, like down next to me. So she's like, um, Andre, do you, do you need some sides? I'm like, no, I got it. She's like, excuse me? <laughs> I was like, no, I got it. I'm, just, I'm ready to go. So she turns around, looks at Tyler, and he's just like, so we start doing the scene, and, like, it's a sitcom, so I'm just like, okay, I'm hoping to get some laughs. I hear a couple giggles, little mm-hmm. snickers here and there. I'm just like, well, at least I got a, you know, a couple hours off from work so I get back <laughs> to uh, parking cars. And then right before I go out of the door, he's like, Andre, just so you know, you're in the top two for this spot, and wow. I really liked your audition. And I was like, uh, just so you know, I think it's hilarious you dress up as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the first time I actually Hilarious. felt bad within the span of the audition. Oh and I was just oh like, if you had any shot of getting this, you just completely ruined it. Right. So I was like, you know what? I did not mean that. I'm very tired. <laughs> and then now people are cracking up. And I, I'm like so sincere. Like, I really mean this. And I go back out and I'm just like, you just blew it. Like you. Were... So then, like, you know, everybody auditions, yada, yada, yada. And so we go in for a second read. And the guy who plays uh, Sam Parker, Jonathan Chase, talented talented actor they bring him in to read with me so we're reading together and i feel like i've known jonathan my whole life and i just met this dude so great chemistry it was just it was just working Mm. we go back in there we do it again and now this time tyler is up and he's like circling us like a shark and so now people are like laughing and he's like you know what forget the scripts andre i know you know it jonathan you might know it but this will be interesting improv the entire scene and action and we just start going and people are, like, cracking up. And I'm just like, I've never been this funny in my life. <laughs> like, this is great. And then he's just like, I like you guys. This this is going to work. I'll see you soon. And he walked out. And then a couple wow. weeks later, eventually, you know, they made the offer. And then it was like, wow. we want you to be our love thy neighbor. And that's how Killed it Killed so. it. Yes. Have you ever, have you ever told you since then what his thoughts were on your your response he did actually and <laughs> it was uh it was kind of intense because we were just um we were in between takes and somebody had brought up auditioning or something and he was like andre you know what you weren't my first choice and your audition was okay but it didn't blow me away and i'm just like are you trying to make me cry right <laughs> like what are you doing like well, why are you saying this to me he's like no i'm making a point because i go with my gut on everything on everything and spirit told me you were the one for this job and i'm so grateful that i picked you because now i can't see anybody else playing this role then i started crying i was like man thanks (laughs) so it's just it's one of those things you just you never know you have no idea you could give the best audition of your life right and still not hear anything or you could give the best one and hear everything exactly you just just don't know that's awesome Tell Tyler Perry when you meet him, you you love him that when he plays a woman. Don't don't say that. No, that you think it's hilarious that he plays a woman. Yeah, if you think that, I would keep it to yourself. I'm just saying, it's like don't do what Andre did. Do it not works do that. for Andre. It worked for Andre. Work for I, don't, you. I, don't, I don't know about that, but I mean, you hey, enter at your own risk. But I'm just saying, if I had to do it over, that would not come out of my mouth. I would just be like, okay, and just walk right out. That's all I would do because. <laughs> idiot like who was that thinking but right. that's just what came out that's awesome right. well another congrats <laughs> is in order because you guys did get renewed for your second Yay! season Yay! how did you yes. react when you heard that amazing news did the same thing helicopter my shirt <laughs> ran around <laughs> the motor court you know because i actually after the first season i went back to parking cars wow i did i was just like well part of me was still just kind of stuck into that um grinding artistic mode where mm-hmm. i don't know where this money's gonna come from for this mm-hmm. bill and I was just like, I mean, I'm grateful for the show. It happened, but I technically don't have a job right now. Right. First season's over. We right. don't know. So I went back to parking cars. And um, once we, once I heard, you know, uh, they told me, Andre, you can't be doing that. I know you get excited, <laughs> but you can't just be running around naked. You, you got to park stop. people's cars. Like, no, stop it. <laughs> but that's what I did. And then I, I told them, I was like, guys, I think this might be my last shift. And uh, all the guys there are all artists, and they're really supportive. And, uh, you know, we still hang out from time to time because, I mean, you know, we were all in it together. Yeah, that's so, awesome. But, yeah, I was over the moon when I heard <laughs> we got renewed for another season. I so. bet. Well, you yeah. know, first seasons are a little tricky. Yes. Um, a lot of shows get canceled before they even have a chance to get established. Yeah. Is it really stressful to work on a, a new show not knowing are your – 
is your audience going to like you? Are you doing a good job? Is the network going to like you? Man, what is w- that like? Welcome to being an artist. Just <laughs> completely, just not necessarily second guessing yourself, but just being your own worst critic. Right. And the thoughts mm-hmm. will just attack you. You're not good enough. You're not tall enough. You're not dark enough. You're not. Like one time I was in a casting and a dude told me, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you can't play this part. You're too pretty. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'll take it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so it's like you never really, you know what I mean? Like you don't know what's going to happen. Right. So to be like, I mean, I was grateful. I was like, okay, yes, I've worked so hard to get this show, but now I have to produce. Mm-hmm. So hopefully people will like it. First time on the Oprah Winfrey Network. Like she's never had scripted TV. We don't know what's going to happen. You just put in a lot of prayer and hope that all the classes you've taken, all the experiences you've had can come together to just, you know, create something fantastic. But uh, it's... It was kind of nerve-wracking, but after a while, we all just kind of sank into our roles, and we trusted each other. When you start trusting, like, your castmates and all the production and everybody that, you know, you just end up with a, a great product, and hopefully a lot of egos won't get the best of people, mm-hmm. and you'll have a great thing. So. It's paying off. What do you hope to see with Danny's character, his storyline? Um, I really hope to see him with a girlfriend. Like, uh, everybody um, sends me a lot of tweets and, like, Facebook messages talking about, when Danny going to get a girlfriend? I don't like you and Sam, like, always hanging out together. Why don't you get a girlfriend? I was like, okay, well, tell my boss. You know? <laughs> right. But, you know, I, but I, really, I really, I mean, I kind of know where it's going, but, you know, I'm not going to give that away. Oh, you can tell us a little bit. But, um, but it's I mean, a little, this, like, a juicy snippet a juicy that we snippet. could, like, look forward um, to. Well, this season mainly revolves around my mama. Like, she, you know, trying to um, get her story together and, like, what is going to happen to her. And it's basically, like, you know, this season we went we went after more heartfelt family moments. Mm. Like, more, it's, there's a lot of drama in there, actually. So it's not all comedy, comedy, comedy. Right. So it's more of, like, you know, what families go through in real life and just what people go through in relationships. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the focus is mainly on my mama, but uh, a couple episodes might shift towards Danny Harris. Killing us. Mm. Uh, Maybe there's a girl that comes in that your mama doesn't like? It could be. And you're like, Ooh. and I love her mama. She's like, well, I don't like her, you know. Yeah, you know, the tables could turn, and... but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Right. <laughs> so Love My Neighbor is the second rated, or excuse me, second highest rated yeah. show on Own Right Behind um, the Haves and Have Nots. Yeah. Before these shows, Own was kind of struggling. Do you think that not only your show, but the Haves and Have Nots have helped the network do a lot better? Um, well, I think it's definitely uh, contributed to, you know, a wonderful thing that uh, Oprah has with her network. I mean, some people say it was struggling. I don't think it was struggling, considered, like, she, I mean, Oprah is just Oprah. Right. Like, people just love her, right. but they love her as a daytime talk show host. Yeah. So now that she's doing something different, of course people going to criticize it. People right. criticize Tyler's work all the time because he doesn't follow Hollywood, and he's a genius. Right. TP. <laughs> That's but, how you keep uh, the job right there. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... The highest numbers she's ever had. I mean, it's just, thank you, God. You know, it's 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 definitely helped. Like, it's brought uh, more viewership to her network. Right. Um, it's kind of expanded it because the demographic is for, I believe, middle-aged women. Mm. So now that, like, you know, like, men and uh, people of all ages are watching this, but that haves and have-nots, that show is nuts. Right. Like, yeah. it's crazy. I'm a yeah. fan, and I work with these people, like, all the time. It's like, yo, what's going to happen? <laughs> I don't think Veronica's going to let that happen, you know? And right. I'm talking to Veronica, but that's her character. She's like, Andre, I'm Angela right now. Right. Stop calling me Veronica. Right. You know? right. But it's just one of those things. Like, when you have a good thing, like, of course people are going to flock to it. Right. But I'm so grateful to be a part of Oprah Winfrey Network, man. Just that whole family. Like, everybody embraces you. All the shows. Mm-hmm. All the everybody. Like, it's 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 special. It's well, really good. Knowing how important the show is for the network, is there added pressure um, for you guys to succeed? Um, I don't think it's added pressure other than the pressure that as artists we put on ourselves. Um, I mean, you know, we've, we've had two very successful seasons and hopefully we'll have many, 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 yes. many more. But, um, you know, you just, you just got to be in it for the moment. Like, just live for this moment right now because this will never happen again. Having this amazing conversation mm-hmm. with just three amazing individuals, this will never happen again. Well, not three. Well, we could arrange but, you know, that. We got, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just you have to really just be present for that moment and just enjoy the journey. You know, right. I, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, they could be like, uh, we don't like this show no more. Or they could be like, okay, renew 20 plus seasons. 
You know, I don't. You don't know. No. You just really just try to give it your all and just have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. I see. That's good. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Tyler Perry or TP, as you call him. TP. Uh, he's a, a giant, you know, in this industry. Like, like literally, he's literally like yeah, like six, six eight, like six, seven, six <laughs> yeah, eight. Yeah, like yeah, big dude. <laughs> but what have you learned from working with him? One nugget. If you could give one us one nugget. nugget. One little nugget. Um, probably to always, 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 no matter what, no matter who you're talking to, where you are, to always be yourself and trust yourself. Like he's always saying, just like, Andre, just do it. You know what you're doing. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I was studying in school, I just did all dramatic stuff. I've never done comedy in my life. Mm-hmm. And so, wow, first big gig of my life, and it's a comedy? Really? <laughs> Is this like a sick joke that you're doing to me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, when he hired me, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, what am I going to do? Because I've never considered myself funny. I've never done comedy in my life, and it scared me. And so when I went to try and take a class, Tyler was like, don't do that. I was like, why? It's a class. He's like, no, no one can teach you how to be you. Nobody can teach you how to be you. Nobody can play you like you can play you. You know what you're doing. Trust yourself. And the more I do that, the more I just, like, loosen up. And I just, like, he always says, spread your wings. Mm. He's always saying, it's like, Andre, spread your wings. That's awesome. Yeah, man. It's it's good. Because, like, I always keep that in the back of my mind. It's like whenever I'm feeling self-conscious or nervous or scared, it's like, just, just spread your wings. You know what you're doing. I honestly just wrote that down. Trust yourself. Right. <laughs> Trust yourself. Very you have cool. to. Now, you're working with, you know, two of the biggest names in the black entertainment industry, you know, with Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey. Did you think that you would ever be associated with both these people? I I wouldn't say I thought that. I dreamed of it. It was on my vision board. Mm. I, dream, I was like. Did I you have their faces? I did. I wow. had their faces. I had, uh, it was like their face. Uh Tyler Perry Studios logo, Oprah Winfrey Network logo. Wow. Because um, I, I knew, I was like, man, I want to just work with it. I don't know yeah. how, I don't know what way, yeah. but I'm going to be friends with these people. Yeah. I'm going to talk to, we're going to hang out. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. And like third day into filming, she came to the set and I was just like, "That's crazy." yeah, like she yeah. like. I would die. Which that's, <laughs> what, what was crazy is, is she didn't really say a single word to me, but she said it without words. Like she came into the door and I'm just like. <laughs> Oprah, you know, it's like, yeah. oh wow, it's, it's you. It's like crazy. And so she walked up, and she's just like looking at me, and she's just smiling, like she didn't say nothing. She yeah. pinches my cheek and takes my hand, and is just holding my hand. It's like, thank you guys so much. I'm so grateful you're part of my network. No makeup, just like jogging outfit, completely humble. She's like a little girl. It's so sweet. Yeah. And she held my hand, and we pray. And then Tyler Perry walks around, grabs my left hand. So I got Tyler Perry in my left hand, Oprah in my right hand. I'm just like, where can I go wrong? Oh, <laughs> like, this is magnificent. Right. And then after that, like, she um, takes my hand, kissed it, and just walked away. And I was like, that might have been the most amazing yeah. thing that has happened to me, yeah. and I'm never going to wash my hand. <laughs> like, that was outstanding. And she didn't say anything but said everything at the same time. So I'm telling awesome. you, man, if you dream it, you just got to be open for how it's going to show up because I didn't know it was going to show up like this. Right. I just knew I wanted to meet him. So, right. damn. Just write it down, make a plan. Right. Yeah. And just believe it. Yeah. That's the main thing. Like, you can write something down all day, but if you don't believe it, you're wasting your time and your right. ink. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, you just have to, like, believe it, visualize it, and just see it happen. And, ooh. Watch it ooh, unfold. I'm telling you, when it unfolds, you'll be like, wow. Right. Love right. It. A lot of people would love to be in your shoes. What do you tell them when they ask you, how, like, how did you get here? Um, I just tell them a lot of prayer, a lot of um, determination, and a lot of willingness to be more open than you ever have been before. Because people really think that they got it figure out, figured out. Like, everybody who comes to Hollywood, you can't tell them they're not going to come and be instantly successful. Right. And it is a very harsh reality check when that does not happen. So that's how I try to just tell people. It's like, listen, if, if you're hungry for something, if you're passionate about something, follow it. But you have to be open and willing to accept that the fact that it might not go the way that you think. But if it's your passion and it's your drive, it wouldn't matter. Like, being an actor is I believe with every cell in my body I was put on this planet to do. There's not a doubt in my mind that I'm not put on this planet to do it. 
So whether I'm doing this on plays for churches, you know what I mean? Like, or whether I'm on TV with Tyler Perry, or whether I'm global with Denzel and Will Smith, I get to do what I love. Mm-hmm. And right. that's what makes it special. It's not the, how much money you make. It's not the people you meet. It's not about praying. With, I mean, that's kind of cool to pray with. <laughs> but it's not about that. It's really following your passion because it's never work. Right. Like, you're not, I'm not working. Like, yeah. this, I'm playing. And somebody pays me for it. Like, this is great. Oh, <laughs> oh it's so good. It's so good. But you just have to just be grateful, man. Gratitude multiplies everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Were you a fan of Tyler Perry before you started working with him? I was. Mm-hmm. I was. And a lot of people, um, like, were, I mean, I'm from uh, Indiana, so everybody mm-hmm. loved his plays. Right. But I was just like, I just want to work with him. Like, I would like to do a play, but I was like, I want to, I just want to be around him. Like, he seems like such a genius. And he is. And, like, he's a Virgo just like me. We have so many things in common. I mean, you know, I ain't got the billions yet. Right. But, yet. you know, it's, it's just it's, it's one of those things. It's like, man, you, you look at somebody and you think, oh, well, he's this icon. He's so much different than me. When really, we're exactly the same. Right. Mm-hmm. We're exactly the same. So it's it's good. Well, that's good to know because, Tyler, you're on my vision board, too. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. And Oprah. And Oprah. Thank you. <laughs> um, earlier you mentioned, you know, when you got the call for the audition, you were about to give up. Like, you were yeah, done. And now funny. you are seeing these amazing successes. Do you ever think back, like, what if you had really given up? Like, what if you had just quit right then and there, not gone on that audition, and just been like, screw it all? No. I, I, cause I, I would always have these little bouts in my mind. It's like, well, I'm going to show life. I'm just going to buy a ticket. I'm going to go back home. Mm-hmm. It's like, who are you talking to? One. And then <laughs> number two, it's just like, who is that going to hurt besides yourself? Exactly. You know what I mean? But it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's almost like that had to happen mm-hmm. in order to get like, you know, to be catapulted in that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? My, um, uh, he's, He's kind of like a, not necessarily a life coach, but he's my godfather. And I just respect this man and I love him to death. And he told me, he's like, Andre, if you look at a flower and before it blooms, it's just this little bulb. It's not really attractive. It's not really pretty. It doesn't get off a beautiful smell. But over time, it blossoms and it's beautiful. But if you try to rip that open before it's ripe, you're going to kill it. It's like, be the blossom. And just allow yourself just over time to just just let it happen. And then when it, like, it gave me so much peace. Mm-hmm. But so I just have to keep reminding myself because there's some days where I want to quit now, right. even though I am being very successful. And sometimes it's like, man, ah, you know, and then I'll just have a little temper tantrum and then I'll think about it. You know, I'll even go and, uh, like, pick a flower or I'll buy some and I'll put them in my house just to make sure it's like, Andre, relax, brother. Mm-hmm. You all right? Right. It's going to be okay. But that was such a powerful metaphor for me because i was like that's so true if you try to rip open a you know what i mean it's like right. oh man it's so deep but it's so just like <laughs> i love it nice awesome. but, but yeah man you just got to remember just be the blossom i i have to say uh this is probably one of the best just just nuggets right. that i've gotten over the past 50 minutes that we've been in here this is ridiculous oh dang are we over schedule uh, no, 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 no i'm <laughs> yeah. just like i'm 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 like i'm as I'm, as I'm it. It's good stuff yeah <laughs> So let me just ask you just really quickly, what has been probably your, your biggest struggle? And then, you know, because like, like I said earlier that, that there was, you know, some casting directors said that you're not, you're not dark enough. So what has been another struggle that was specifically aimed towards you being an African-American actor? Um, probably um, <laughs> measuring my blackness. Mm. It's mm. like... There would be some roles where it's just like, um, it would be like a dude from the hood who just like, you know, he's a drug dealer, he's rough, he's tough, he got a little teardrop tattoo, you know, he's like, he's that guy. And then they'll let me audition for it, and I'll do my thing, and it's like, oh, that was great, but you're just not black enough. And that's something, being mixed, oh my God. I was like, dang, I I still got to fight this now, even though I'm doing Mm make-believe? It's like, what kind of, what is this? And that's been an issue that I've struggled with, not struggled with, but an issue that bothered me for so many years of, like, really accepting who I am. Because, mm. like, being mixed, man, it was, it was tough. Like, even in Indiana. Because all my friends were just black. Like, I didn't know a single mixed person. So I thought I was always an alien. It's like, oh, Andre, you know, he different. He, like, 
Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, and the Beatles. I like Jay Z, Biggie, Tupac too. Right. Like, why can't I like everybody? <laughs> yeah. But that—that's it's like you know it never goes away. But the more mm-hmm. I embrace who I am, it's just like it don't really it don't matter no more. This part, if it's for me, it'll be for me. Right. Yeah. But I, I've stopped questioning myself. It's like, okay, are you good enough? Are you black enough? Are you light enough? Are you this enough? It's like I'm me. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. Right. You either like it or you don't. But it's I sad hope that you we do. Still have to go through that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your upcoming movie, Alien Theory. Oh, man. It's fun. It's uh, very different from Love Thy Neighbor and Danny Harris. But uh, <laughs> it's um, kind of like a futuristic thriller. Um, I think it's set in like 2146 or something. I play like this uh, mad scientist kind of character who's like a scavenger and possibly a drug addict. We don't know. <laughs> but um, it's it's really great. I think people are going to enjoy it. And... Uh, you know, it's it's a different character, but uh, I can't like I literally can't talk about it at Aww. all. But it's 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 keeping a, too many yeah. secrets yeah. here. Yeah. I know <laughs> I don't like it, but you know, <laughs> hey, contractual agreements is something else. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> well, let's let's talk about something that you can't talk about. Okay, right? Because you do a lot of volunteer work, you know, yeah. with the Red Cross and a hundred black men yeah. and uh, the American Cancer Society. So yeah. why is giving back so important to you? Because um, you only get what you give out. Mm. And usually what you get completely just supersedes what you give. Like you, I'm telling you, man, if you put something good out into the world, what you get back is just everything. A lot of people just get caught up. They think that life is set after you have success or you get money because that's security. And it's just like, that's an illusion. Like, it's not real. It's like you're still human. We all breathe. Like, we all need help. I need help sometimes. You know what I mean? So it's really just it just it just makes me feel good. It takes the attention off of myself and what I'm going through or like you know it really just takes my ego out of the way just knowing it's like Andre, count your blessing. Yeah. Cuz there's somebody doing 6,000 other people that would love to be where you at right now, brother. Right. And like I think about that or I think about all the jobs that I had before this happened. Just 9 10 months ago. I mean, it could happen that I have to go back. Ain't no shame in my game. I will, go, I will gladly go back and park more cars. Still volunteer and still do what I got to do. Right. Because it's just that's just the kind of person I am. I just like to help people. Right. I'm a Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Answer to your Virgo. Are you dating anybody? Um, not really. It's, uh, <laughs> How about that pause? Right. Well, I didn't know that was coming. It's I was complicated. Like, it's complicated. You know, maybe turn a little pink. Right now. Your I'm Facebook like, status says it's complicated. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? No, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> dang, I didn't see that coming at all. Um, n- not right at the moment, but, um, it's, it's difficult to, um, have a relationship and, uh, do, uh, where I am right now in my, uh, career. I'm really just having a fantastic time with it. And, you know, God bless the young lady that will be able to, deal with that right you know because a lot of a lot of um ladies that i would try to date uh it just they don't they don't really like being second mm-hmm. and i understand right. i don't want to be second either but you know it's just where i am right now right. but i mean i know whoever she is whoever she's at it's coming it's it's gonna be it's gonna fit like a glove but uh <laughs> but right now no it's just hanging out out of all the thirty-three thousand followers you have that's crazy, like, right? I know, right? What kind of qualities do you look for in women? Because these women want to know. Man, you are just pulling them out of That's the That's what I'm saying. I'm um, like, you know, these girls are asking. Uh, <laughs> qualities. Um, Me too, so. <laughs> 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 um, qualities. Uh, definitely giving. Um, have to be very authentic. And you have to, <laughs> I really need somebody with a great sense of humor. Because life just, people just take life way too serious. But, um, yeah. That's that's pretty pretty simple. You wrote I mean, those down, really, Megan? Yeah, Megan, <laughs> Megan fits the bill. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that that's pretty just, like, give just being nice to people and, you know, smell good. I, I love, oh, my God, I love perfume. And I love if a woman just has just a scent. Oh, God. It just wears me out, brother. I don't know about you, but man. A some, good, some, like, some sense. Everyone some has a scent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some a little wait a minute. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody got a scent, but I'm talking yeah. about, like, the quickest way to just give me to be like, hey. You know, just yeah. have some good, no, smell you. good, oh. Oh, man. You walk by like, 
hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah, that, that's about it. Yeah. All right. Well, before we wrap up, we just want to give you a little moment to have some bragging rights. I know you have a couple movies coming up that you don't want to tell us about, <laughs> but if there's anything that you can talk about that you want to promote, let us know what um, you're doing, where we could find you, where we could look forward to. Okay. Um... Well, I mean, there's a couple projects that I'm working on. I'm currently writing a few projects myself. Um, I have two features that I'm working on, a uh, TV show that I've been working on um, with my friend. Um, Other than that, just, uh, you know, still shooting, still modeling. Um, I don't really... I don't really self-promote, so it's like kind of weird. But if you like to be welcome to my madness, uh, you can reach me at Twitter, uh, ahall382. Um, I think it's the same for Facebook, but um, if not, just, you know, type in Andre Hall and, uh, yeah, I, I try to, uh, answer all my fans and fans, That's funny. <laughs> uh, I try to answer everybody and, uh, just thank you so much. I'm so grateful for all of this. Thank you guys for having me. Well, this thank you for fun. joining yes. us. This yes. has been a very enlightening and fun yes. interview. You yeah. have some really good stuff to say, so. We're excited to have you. And thank, thank you. you guys for joining us. Uh, where can we find you guys online? As always, if you want some of my craziness, you'll have to hit me up at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. <laughs> you can find me all <laughs> over the internet at the Nick Predict. And find me on Twitter at I am Jessica Keaton. Until next time, no pun intended. <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Dario Christian, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.